0: Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical and psychological health are your true sources of your wealth, and must be safeguarded at all times to achieve true happiness. Here, we'll discuss the most up-to-date medical and health news, often obfuscated by big media, to keep you a dumbed-down sheeple eating at the greedy trough of big food and big pharma. Become an Awakened Man. Here's your host, Gregory.
1: Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. I do want to apologize for the last several episodes where I had the intro audio way too loud. That—that uh, That is my apology. I'm sorry for that. Alright, today we're going to talk about two traits that men in relationships, whether they be short-term, long-term, or certainly marriage, must grasp and perfect in order to... For the relationship to succeed, fairly or unfairly. Now, of course, you can say the obvious ones. Good communicator, sensitivity, masculinity, good provider, be a religious man, you know, whatever it is. But we're going to talk about two more Red Pill-esque things that you need to perfect. Let's get to it. Number one, apologizing even though you know you're not wrong for something that you did this is crucial and every married man can relate to this story and why is this drinking my tear men typically unless they're mangina types are dictated by reason and, and and logic so we see everything through the prism of logic we're almost like robots women see things through the prism of of emotion and solipsism. And so, since women tend to be more emotional creatures, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. There's a time and a place for emotion, certainly when it comes to nurturing of children. And there are times where men should be a little more emotional. You think of like when a kid falls off a tree and he's crying, and the, the, the father's more like, you know, just get up, suck it up, get it up. And then the, the mom's all doting. Are you okay? Are you okay? you to go to the hospital? Okay. So there are times where we can lighten up a little. But Women are dictated by emotion mostly. That's their prime directive Whereas ours is logic and reason. There's exceptions to both and there are going to be women that have more logic and reason and less emotion. But we have talked about this before how men are taught at a very young age that they have to control their aggression and their sexuality. We can't be a hound dog, so to speak. But women are not really taught to control their their one impulse that can really derail uh, any relationship they're with and that's emotion. So girls really aren't taught Just because you feel it doesn't mean it's the truth. Just repeat that. Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's truth. So a lot of girls grow up thinking, you know, I feel it, it's true. Me, 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 me. Like the histrionic types, you know, the the ones who snap their fingers, the the diva types. I feel it, it's true. So you get this clash of man and woman. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. The irresistible force against the immovable object. And typically what happens is men are logic-based. But we also like tranquility in our home. So when a woman is being over emotional, either her period or PMS, you know, I joke and call PMS premenstrual syndrome and postmenstrual syndrome and periodic menstrual syndrome. It can be any time in the cycle. When they're very emotional and you might say something from your logical robotic mind that is innocuous, they will flip and lose it. And then they start crying, or they get angry, and then you're like, you don't get what you did wrong. Now, did you do something wrong? I mean, if there's things that you legitimately did wrong, like you cheated on your wife, or slapped her or something, okay. But it could just been something very harmless. And then, like, you, you want me to apologize? I can't believe you did that, blah, 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 whatever it is. And then they start crying, or they get angry. And at that point, the prime directive for many men is just like, I just want tranquility. I just want things to go back to normal. We can chill. So this is the art of, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you really sorry for what you did? Probably not. But you do it to keep the peace. And this is one of those skills that men must perfect if you're married. A really good apology that sounds earnest and apologetic, even if you're not apologetic. Because there's there's going to be the other man, the man that you could maybe characterize as having too much pride He says, I'm not going to apologize. I didn't do anything wrong. And then they'll just belabor and belabor the point and keep nitpicking her. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. And again, you can't debate with women because we come with logic and reason. Like with our little PowerPoint presentation, we expect the woman to also be logic and reasonable to hear the PowerPoint presentation on whatever said topic and be like, you know what, Bob, you're right. No, it doesn't work like that. So you can double down your logic and reason. They're just going to double down their emotion. And so... Those type of men, albeit they're they're well principled in that they, on one level, you should not apologize for something that you didn't do wrong. Sometimes it just makes things worse. So I think the better tactic is, if a woman is acting emotional, especially like disrespectfully emotional, just leave leave the house. You know, it, it's what the the toddler in the supermarket throws a tantrum. If they see that nobody's watching them, they'll just stop. It's almost the same thing. You need an audience when you're, when you're being that histrionic. And so if you're not the audience and you're gone, you say, I don't, I, don't, I don't deserve this. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to give you some time to unwind and then leave. And then come back later. And if she's still unhinged, go back, leave again. And eventually she'll learn that her emotion isn't going to get her what she wants and that she needs to learn to control her emotions. Now, if you marry a woman who's never had to do that throughout her childhood and her adolescence, good luck. But if it's a woman that is relatively grounded and was taught that, then the the tactic works better. But no doubt, you got to apologize, learn to apologize for things you're not sorry for that you didn't do wrong, just to keep the peace. Number two is you got to be the mind reader, right? How often? Why didn't you do this? You should have done this. I can't believe you said this. Why didn't you go and pick me up Thai food? Why didn't you go and clean the house? Why didn't you do this? What? Did you tell me to do it? No, but you should have known. How many can you relate to that? You should have known. And then you say, I am not a mind reader. I can't prognosticate. You have no right to be mad at me. Shut up! And and the second one here really goes to good communication. You could say both go to good good communication. And that... uh, if you know that your, your wife is irrational, just stay away from her. That's good communication. And she'll say, look, when I'm on my period and I do get cryy, the weepies, and emotional or a little, uh, I have a little tone in my voice, just leave me alone. That's good communication. So in both of these, and look, good communication is, is certainly important in any relationship, no doubt. But in the second one, man, it's really about good communication. This is something you have to have early on in the, in the conversation, of uh, early on in the relationship, is you tell her, I can't read your mind. You can't read my mind. So if we want something or we have a certain expectation, which is the biggest destroyer of marriage, expectations. If you have a certain expectation on something, then communicate it to me. Your spouse has no right to be mad at you on something that you didn't do if she didn't tell you that's what she wanted. But there's this default in women that we should just know intuitively. Like I can just stare at her eyes and I can just read her mind. Got the telepathy going. The ESPN, as Amanda Seyfried's character says, on, on Mean Girls. And that's just not the case. So mind reading is one of those things that you, you, you better get used to in a, in a marriage because you're going to get that, well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you? I mean, it, there's just so many scenarios where the mind reading thing is so applicable. But you're going to hear that all the time. And so get ready for that too as well mind reading, and apologizing for things you didn't do wrong. And look, some of you are going to be like, why would I waste my time in a relationship? I'm just going to opt out and be a a bachelor. Absolutely. It's the most prudent way to live your life. Prudence is one of the cardinal virtues, by all means. Live your life like that. But some men, either because they want to have children or because they just think that they have found a good woman to be a good wife, or they have um, second mom syndrome, you know, they just need to have a woman like right to, to take care of them or for whatever the variety of reasons they want to get married. Well, if you're gonna get married, um, you're gonna have to really be aware of these two things. and the best ways to stymie these two things is on the first one. When it comes to the emotion, like I said, leave and come back, leave and come back and communicate to her re- repeatedly. I don't deserve this. I'm sorry that you're going. I wouldn't even apologize because I know it's tough to have um, times in your in your month where your emotions are strong. I I commiserate with you. That being said, you must learn to control your emotions. And if you can't go to another room and if you disrespect me, it's just because you're emotional I'm going to leave. And you're going to be all alone all day. And look, maybe that's what she wants. (laughs) Who knows? But if there's no audience, she can't perform. And then with the second one, with the that that one really, you just have to keep reminding her, especially early on. I can't read your mind. If you want something, write it down. Have a list. Have a list of all the things you want me to remember about you, all thousand of them. There's that meme. You Google it. Keys to keeping somebody happy. There's a meme. It's like six things. How do you keep a man happy? It's six things six things be pretty be kind be virtuous and then it's how do you keep a woman happy it's like a thousand things on the list but if you need a list she needs to write down all the things she wants you to do at least you know it's on paper and therefore you can somewhat somewhat remedy the whole mind reading thing guys if you appreciate my content please post a review on spotify or on apple wherever you listen to this there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal and one is for the website where you can see all the archived episodes. There's probably a 1,000 podcast episodes total there. Uh, that's actually not true. Probably after Apple took away um, 250 of them. Maybe there's like 650 of them. Go check them out. And lastly, subscribe and follow to The Awakened Man, The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray.
0: Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Please subscribe or follow the channel right now and consider donating via the PayPal link to support this important apostolate. Check out the website naturopathicearth.com by clicking on the link in the episode notes, where you'll find hundreds of articles and recipes that'll guide you to long-term holistic health. Until next time, music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.